gentlemen, welcome once again to Never Tell Me the Odds, the Star Wars RPG podcast. The podcast where a group of improvisers and comedians play the Star Wars RPG by Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, I'm David Crennan, I'll be your GM once again, and let's go around the table and get the players. Who do we got? Who do we got? How about you? Let's start with you. Wait, we're, we're where? No, um, I'm... <laughs> I'm Andrew. I'm playing Gippy Bindu, the uh, portly uh, Moncal diplomat. We all love and know and love. Hey, it's me, Jeanette, your best friend, who also plays Lowrick on this wonderful podcast. Lowrick is pretty chill. He's a Wookiee who's Force-sensitive and loves not drama. I'm Daniel. I play Derek, the droid, who doesn't realize he's a droid, but thinks he's an angsty teen. I'm holding for laughter and applause <laughs> from the audience. Uh, yeah, gonna be super fun. It's been quite the week, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, right. And then we also have uh, one new player at the table. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, hi, I'm Julia uh, Marquesi, and I'm going to be uh, playing the part of Nawanda the Jawa. And can I just say that uh, I, I named this Jawa after uh, if you've seen Dead Poets Society, the name Nawanda will mean something to you. Oh, there you go. Yes. Dead Poets Society, Star Wars crossover. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Captain, my Captain, mm. on Solo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. So, if I may, listeners, part the blast doors of reality. It's so good. It's it's branding, but it also makes it a little special. Nothing more important than branding. Brandy. More important than human lives. It's really, it's a great thing. I agree. Branding Branding it all the way. No, through the blasters of reality, we see that we are not sitting in a stationary room here in gorgeous Southern California, Hollywood nights. Am I right? Yeah. 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 Night titties. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are actually in a rapidly spinning, crashing spaceship. Now, moments ago, you guys were traveling at the fastest possible speed, almost directly up off of the planet of Pendillion 3, out of the night and ascended to a height where once again you could see the setting sun just over the horizon. At that point, Derek shut off your engines and you guys began free-falling. We just start as the... YT-1400 modified ship that you guys are in. Looks like Millennium Falcon, guys. You know what this is. Engine shut off and just starts falling. It's slowly spinning, toppling its way through the air 50 miles below. 50 miles below. You can just barely see the tiny lights of the little crap mining town Pendillion down below you. You reckon you have about five rounds before you hit the ground and the ship will be no more at that point. That's not going to be a survivable crash. Your engines are off pinging red and white hot from this metal shunt that the Imperials had rammed up through your exhaust pipes of one of your main engines. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, um, You've been running your engines at high speed with that. It's heated up to white hot. It was damaging the hell out of your engines, but it at least managed you to throw off evil Jedi Sith, I should say, Typhon Soont, played by Sam Rockwell, who is free-falling through the air. He had been clinging to the side of your ship trying to force his way in. Who's in a gunnery turret? I think, Lorik, you were in a gunnery turret. As you look outside, you just see in time as he slams into the canopy of a passing trio of TIE fighters. Wham! 
He lands on that kind of in the surfing pose, makes a little bon mot to himself that you can't hear over the sound of the rushing wind. So you guys have five rounds. You guys see Typhon's suit pass underneath. He has kind of a crouched position below. You can see him pass one hand in front of his eyes. It creates a little like glittering blue visor across his face. And then he slowly raises one hand, pointing up towards your ship, and all three TIE fighters wheel around in formation, coming up towards you. That's where we're gonna start. I have, once again, these three, four cards here. These represent the different functions of the ship. There's a piloting card, gunnery turret card, and engineering card. Pilot would normally go over to Gary. Gary is not here today because he's busy being an exemplary human being, uh, which means that Malcolm suddenly face white and drawn from the massive trauma that he'd been sustaining over this fight. His lost arm has just pushed himself too far. He's in the middle of trying to like reach for one of the controls when he passes out, topples out of the chair onto the ground, unconscious. Doesn't really mean much because you're out of control anyway at this point, but mm -hmm. someone's gonna have to jump into the pilot seat. I have good mechanics. I can try to fix the engine. Shouts a little tiny voice oh, yes. as one of the smuggling compartments in the ship suddenly probably pops open in the middle of this free fall and tumbling out, kind of tangled up in some wires and clutching whatever contraband happened to be smuggled up above the uh, pilot seat. A little filthy Jawa. Uh, you recognize this is the same Jawa you guys had actually had almost tried to run that service cart filled with Malcolm's Jubilee into you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that one, Nawanda is her name. No yes, one. there are girl Jawas. Mm -hmm. uh, there. Uh, I'm not going to die this way. I'll fix this stupid ship. So I'm going to hand the engineering card over you. I, Derek, you're also in engineering. Mm -hmm. So this card just lists how much strain your ship can take. It also has some, like a sampling of the different things you guys can do on here. Kind of show that between the two of you mm -hmm. representing the close quarters and you're stepping on each other's toes, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, gunnery turret. Lorik, I believe you're in one of those. Someone's going to have to fly the plane. Someone's also going to have to fly this thing. Um, mm. Would I be... Could I, I have three green on both piloting, planetary and space. Is that... Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm willing to... Nawanda's willing to fly, but uh, she's a little short, so... Okay. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really good at shooting, and we're the same at piloting, so... Okay. I'm extremely glad you're here, Jawa, for... It, it allows me to... Uh, Put you at the top of my list of the uh, post-crash cannibalism that will undoubtedly ensue. And because you're not a person, I will feel no moral compunction. Sounds what do they gaming. even look like? Does anyone, do we ever see? Has anyone know what they look like underneath the ropes? Wikipedia gets into it. This is the piloting <laughs> card, by the okay. way, Julia. Wikipedia gets into it. I've They're checked gorgeous. that. gorgeous. Yeah, no. Long, <laughs> flaxen hair. But, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bunch of little little Fabios. Okay, so uh, Nwanda will then, having no other choice, will leap into the piloting seat. This was previously modified for Jawa since they were the previous uh -huh. occupants of this. So there's probably a little lever under the pilot seat you can hit, and the whole thing goes, psh, comes up about two two feet or so. So you can actually grab the controls. <laughs> All right, let's get this done. Yeah. All right, yeah. Nwanda's at the controls. Malcolm's unconscious body is just still at your feet. You kind of have to push his feet out of the chair to jump in there. Uh, Adara comes out around the corner from the little sick bay that she's been at with Gun. Uh, you guys remember Adara, of course, the ass-kicking bounty hunter who looks just like Karen Allen from the 1980s. Mm -hmm. uh, Gun, her like tall, black-clad compatriot or whatever, had his crap kicked out of him last time by 
Sam Rockwell's character. Mm-hmm. Um, so his whole face mask was smashed in. He's currently back in your little sick bay. Whatever little sick bay you have, it's basically just a cot bed. But you can see she's got some IVs or whatever into him. She comes about back around, scuffed up face, sweaty, well, glistening. Let's say just kind of a nice gleam. Brushes the hair out of over one side of her eyes and goes, "What the hell's going on?" Oh God, Malcolm! Jesus, you were letting him fly this thing? All right, Nawanda, can you get this thing out of here? No problem. All right. I got my driver's license, yo. Yeah, well, I guess we are free falling toward doom. <laughs> Anything will work. <laughs> yeah. She grabs Malcolm, tries to heave him back into the sick bay. Lorik, you're staying on the guns. <laughs> this gun turret for you? Mm-hmm. You've got that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, commitment to the Wookiee voice. I like it. Why never do it? One quick shout out before we get into it. Guys, uh, the May the Force Be With You sweepstakes is over. It was a really big success. Thanks so much. And especially big thank you to our winner, Jared Cram. Uh, he is getting a whole prize pack, including game book. Uh, he's getting some game dice, which we're giving to him, that have also been signed uh, by all of the regular players. And well, we didn't actually sign the actual dice. N- well, no. It's a little slip of paper that you might easily lose that comes with the dice, but it's the thought that counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're also going to be getting some decals and an extra secret bonus thing on top of that. So thank you so much, everybody, and stay tuned for future giveaways that we kind of do regularly uh, at StarWarsRPGPodcast.com or on Twitter at N-T-M-T-O Podcast. Okay. Yay, Let- Jared. Yeah, Jared. Yay. Yay. Thanks for listening. This yeah. one's for you. Mm-hmm. Cramming one in. Cramming one in. Cramming one in. This is, yeah, this is the cram session. Jared Cram. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> the cram session. Hey, man, you want to come over to the Maybe we could just cram a little. Yeah. Hey, this is Jared Cram on the cram session. <laughs> this is Cram Zone. Welcome. KR. You're about to get crammed. Every day, six to eight. Get a cram sandwich with cram apples. <laughs> <laughs> K-R-A-R-M Cram I like it Great Let's find out Who gets to act Before the TIE Fighters And who has to wait Until the TIE Fighters Swoop around And blow your shit up This had better be Cool Keep your cool In this incredibly Hectic situation Ah So keyword, This is for initiative Oh luckily I'm incredibly cool Alright. Uh, oh! Do advantage count for anything? Nope. Uh, only to break ties. Okay. Three successes. Nwanda? A success and an advantage, I think. Two success. Uh, one success, four advantage. Surprisingly low for Gippy. Uh, so I have two successes for me, no advantage. So, okay, so it's going to be Derek and Nwanda, TIE Fighters, and then Lorik and Gippy together. Uh, Derek, so you're in the engineering, you said, right? So yes. You're, you're basically back in this kind of round cramped cylinder that makes up the quarter between the is piloting it, is deck. It crammed full of stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's crammed full of stuff. It's crammed full of equipment and everything like that. Okay. The one thing you knew already was that you're down to, I think, two on your whole strain okay. at this point. So that's no good. You do notice that from all your readings that you have in front of you, there's like the engines are lit up, whoop, 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 whoop. And you can see that, yep, they're overheating. This thing is damaging them badly. However, what you also can see is that the only time you can really fix these engines is when they're off. They happen to be off right now. <gasps> so it would be possible to get somebody outside or through an access hatch to try and get this shunt out now before these engines go back on. Otherwise, if you want to get them on when the thing is still in there, you can fly, but you have to go at minimum speed. You have to go at one, and uh, there's a lot of TIE fighters out there. What about hyperspace? Yeah, I don't think they'd affect hyperspace. So you could jump to hyperspace 
but probably be a real tricky astrogation check. I do think you have to be out of planet's atmosphere. Yeah. We could wind up in the center of a sun. Or a... <laughs> yes, that's right. The other thing is you'd have to, you kind of want to have a final destination to go to, and you're way out in the armpit regions here. Um, so Derek's seeing all the flashing lights and seeing what's going on, and he's like, it seems like we've got two options, probably three, probably a lot more, but we don't have time <laughs> for all those theories. We need to get rid of that damn shunt, because even if we jump to hyperspace or go anywhere, it'll still be there, and if our ship crashes and we're in the middle of space, we'll start free-falling a lot more, a lot longer. <laughs> uh, so Derek looks around and says, Somebody get that shunt out. <laughs> Gippy. And he starts coughing Gippy. <laughs> what? Gippy. You- you are a droid who doesn't breathe oxygen, so why don't you There's go There's no out? droids here. <laughs> He's mentioning some droid. If there was a droid, I'd love to see and to make it get the shunt out. You guys are still within the atmosphere of this planet. You're really high up, but you're still... So it's, there's breathable air. And yeah, then, you were crawling around some axis hatches earlier, Lorik. There's probably, like, yes, last session, yeah. There's probably a little... Access thing you could go do and essentially crawl you can into. Sit the... right in there, Gippy. Yes, well, um, it would be a mechanics if check. If there's one thing that I'm better at than fitting in tight spaces, it's pulling things out at the last appropriate moment. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to all of Gippy's kids. <laughs> Not true. Uh, Derek, realizing that there's not too much time jumps out and makes a dart for the shunt. Okay, he's so... Like, he's like, I know this has to get taken care of, so he's just gonna... He also see, like, noticed... What is her name? Adara? Adara is back in the six bay. Yeah, so when she came out and picked up Malcolm, they kind of had some eyes. They looked at each other. <laughs> she knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she, she looked at you and he's you just like... like yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. Almost so soulless. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Well, no. <laughs> Probably one of, one of Derek's eyes turns off and back on. Yeah. Oh, oh, robo wink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Derek, you, um, there's, it gets tight. It gets, you've got to kind of cram yourself into this little hatch that you slide open, and it's just, it's like literally you're going to have to army crawl back right into the literal engines themselves. Great. So you kind of come through and then all of a sudden you can hear the air whistling by and you can actually look out through it from behind. So you're actually looking out through like a little metal hole at air rushing by. And yep, rattling around right above you is that metal shunt. Uh, Normally it takes a few hours and a bunch of tools to get these things out. Um, However you guys, or Malcolm anyway, hit on the good idea of just making it go white hot for like five minutes as you fly around and then slide it out yeah so it, it's mostly melted out you're still gonna have to make a, a, some kind of mechanics check <laughs> okay. to wrench it free or like you know the last bolt is still like hooked into your chassis or whatever so you're just gonna have to somehow work that off it's still glowing hot so a human would have to use all sorts of protective gear to grab this thing and get it out droid wouldn't have a problem okay so Derek uh, so, as he's crawling through this Trying to scramble to find gloves, and he knows that you know desperate times call for desperate measures. So he puts his comics over his hand. Oh no! And he, like no. wraps them. First appearance of the law. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fireman. Yeah. 
Is it the log fireman? The law fireman. Um, so he's he's sad that he's getting rid of these comics, but he's read them a few times, so he's he's kind of like, you know, I have to do this. A little dog-eared, so, maybe? Yeah, he's like just kind of like compacting them on his hands as he's okay. crawling through, and it's a mechanics check. A mechanics check. Three purple, and if you're a human, it was going to take two setback die. However... Since you're adequately protecting yourself and or not a human. Yeah, it wouldn't, doesn't. Yeah, so it's just going to be the three purple on that. Let's, this is a great time to generate our force pool. Yeah, yeah. force pool. Yeah. Get in that force pool. Force die. Simmon in the simmon pool. Okay, so let's start, uh, you just rolled one dark side. I rolled one dark. One dark. One light. Two light. And one dark side, very good. good. Balance. Oh. Balance. Three light side, three dark side on the board. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spend a dark side to upgrade this difficulty. I am just gonna give you one setback on account that you're free falling and you're crammed in this little thing and you're trying to get it out. Right. So that should be two purple, one red, and one black. Yes. Derek. Uh, yeah, on his hand he sees a little bit from the comic when uh, Michael <laughs> Naaman was 16. And he feels it very apropos because this is when Michael Naiman was hanging out with that troublemaker, uh, Liam Anders, right. whose slogan was "Blaze for days." <laughs> so he figures if it's white hot, yeah. he's gonna blaze for days. You, as you grab the shunt, the comics around your hand start like they just char and then fire <laughs> around them as you're trying. And to he's work like, this "Blaze for days, you shunt of a bitch!" And then he, <laughs> Oh, this is terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> looks like one failure and two threat. Oh, no. Ooh, looking good, guys. So you're, you, the seeing the flames. Seeing <laughs> 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 the, yeah, the, the droid's fa- face is melting off. Looking good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, definitely, definitely seeing your comics go up in flames on your hands. Like you thought they're just going to char or something like yeah. that. So, uh, and you start feeling the heat through these comics, and you're like, you know, you can just imagine starting to sear the flesh on your hands deeply. Yeah. Sort of like when uh, you know Joe Pesci touches the doorknob in Home Alone. Joe yeah. Pesci touches <laughs> the M on his hand or whatever. I'm going to do strain damage oh, to you. That was too, <laughs> too strained to you Okay. from this. You guys are inside. So they just hear a, a yell from Static. Looking good, guys! Looking good, guys! Not working! <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, Nawanda, you're going to have Four more rounds before you hit the ground here. You're going to need to turn on the engine before you do that. Right. The difficulty for that is just one purple. However, because you are free-falling, spinning around, and a little Jawa, two black setback die on that. Okay. So also, if you did that right now, you would kill Derek. So <laughs> what, are, what are my other options then? Just chill chill out? Be like, okay, wait until you get the thing well, out. When, are we free-falling? Could you yes. begin plotting the astrogation course? You so guys then... are free-falling, however... Whatever device in the ship prevents zero gravity from ever affecting you guys, there's never talked about in the movies ever, that's still on. Good. So everyone's just walking around like normal. Yeah, yeah, well that sounds like the best plan, is to start seeing if I can get us somewhere else in hyperspace. So if it was one of the regular crew, you guys know that there's that asteroid that has the vault on it on the outside of the system that you would want to get to. Nawanda doesn't know anything about that because you have not been told about it. And again, this you can't actually punch the hyperspace button until you get out of the atmosphere. 
Right. So you're going to have to get your engines back on and get up a little bit. Difficulty for that is probably three purple, since there's a lot of asteroids around here that's difficult. Okay. And again, since you're spinning and free-falling, one black setback die. Use okay. the force. There. there we go. Oh! Oh! I, don't, I don't know what that means. These cancel out completely. Okay. And these cancel out completely. Oh. So you are left with a triumph, which is also a success. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, turns out, oh shit, this thing's been wired for Jawa like hands. Like all the, <laughs> It's clearly like been set up just for a Jawa. And you're just like... <laughs> player's going to call the triumph. The success means, yes, you successfully... Punch in these astrogation coordinates, like okay. So maybe the location that you're going to, maybe you know a secret Jawa stash or a base or something like that out here that might hell, be good. But hell yeah, I do. I'm I don't know about the voice yet, so I can do I can mm. do like two Jawa noises, and I'll just do them now so that you can cut them in later. Okay, thank you. And yeah. it'll sound like I keep doing them. Yay. I think those are great Jawa voices. Oh, we can go to that little place I know about. We'll have some fun there. Okay, so... Excuse the whole smokish board of your kind. I am quite picky. <laughs> okay, here come TIE Fighters. <laughs> here they are! <laughs> yes, let's go! Cut into the cockpit of the TIE Fighters and just playing really heavy, like, European techno. It's just like... <laughs> Lights are flashing all around them. They make eye contact with each other, and then they're like, "Let's yeah. get them, Diedrich. <laughs> Let's blow these guys up, yeah, yeah." Why do the Germans always go and be the bad guys? Oh, the British are the bad guys in Star Wars. Yeah, that's kind yeah, of true. But also the Germans. I yes. think this is the whole genocide thing. I think that's. I think that really was. <laughs> you think the Holocaust? I think. I think they, that's kind of cast them as villains, unfortunately. Norman Thompson, when they kept trying to. Attack the world. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, yeah, Hans and Dietrich come soaring up. The one Typhon suits on the top of. He, like, is, like, pounding on the canopy. Up there. Oh, how does he sound? Yeah, Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Sam Rockwell, yeah. That's, that's what he keeps saying. <laughs> that's an ancient Sith incantation. Yeah, yeah, to, to channel your, <laughs> your soul. You keep yeah, he's saying the, the phrase Sam Rockwell. And I bet that would make me feel better in situations. Yeah. Sam Rockwell. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Sam Rockwell. Hey, come on. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is it's it my Sith, birthday? The Sith incantation, Samra Kowel. <laughs> uh, let's take, take uh, let's uh, take down this turkey. Uh, they come tearing around. So we got three of them. That's not good <laughs> for you guys. Yes. Hey, we're hard to hit, right? We're it is it is a, a sudden complete reversal of direction where you guys were going fast as possible, and yeah. now you're dropping down past them. So normally it'd be two purple. Let's make it three purple. I'm gonna upgrade one of those purple to a red. Okay. Despair. Just naturally. I said it. If it happens, yeah. if it happens, I have powers. I am gonna give them. They've got a human standing on top, even if he is a Jedi. So they can't really move. They don't want to kill him. They gotta fly straight. They gotta fly. These lines. Well, only one of them does, right? Only one of them does. But the, if they don't fly in formation, then they don't. Then it doesn't look cool for the musical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then, then Bob Lerman's like, what the fuck is this? What's the point? They're in formation. Stay in formation! If they don't stay in formation, it ruins when they announce their presence with, here are the TIE Fighters. <laughs> yeah. Here are the TIE Fighters! <laughs> it's not as cool when it's like, and wait for that guy. <laughs> 
Oh, oh dear. Goodness. Oh, That's dear. good for us. Goodness. No. Oh, is that a triumph? It's a failure and a triumph. Uh, a failure and a triumph. It's also a ton of threat. Triumph. It's a failure and two threats. So the good news is... TIE Fighter Fire goes lancing through the air right past you guys. Uh, doesn't hit your ship, which is good news because it would have done critical hit to it. <laughs> Threw two threat on it. If they go one more round following us, they won't be able to pull up in time either. I like that suggestion. That's really cool. Okay, so they're like, they look like they're going to try and pull back. And then Sam Rockwell's like, no, down! And they start corkscrewing down after you guys. Um, so yeah, they're locked into a death spiral. Triumph, however. So they're going to get a free upgrade on their next attack against you guys. Jeez. Because they, you guys are not, your engines are off and they just can... Oh, your target lock thing is going off. Jawa. Boop, 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 boop. Those fucking Imperial bastards. Nice. <laughs> would the, uh, the shunt have a silhouette? It would have a silhouette. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Mm. Yes. Oh, uh, which actually leads me into, so as you start thinking about your force powers, you know, <gasps> as you're sitting here, you feel suddenly a voice and you head very clear now, more distinct than it's been at any time previous. Even when that dude was standing like right next to me in my no, face? No, probably right? not a clear than that. But almost <laughs> as if he's that clear again, you hear the voice almost in your ear of, uh, of Gary Oldman, also known as Atros, your Jedi uh, master? Mm. <laughs> you go, I have no master! I'm a free Wookiee. I'm right here with you, Lorik. Trust in yourself. So Thanks, gonna... Astrid. Okay, so you hear Atros speaking in your ear. Um, you have three boost die in a little pool that you can use whenever and however many you want to use, but you only have these three for the session. So you basically just have three boost die. You could use one on one roll if you wanted to, or you could use all three on one roll. This is just to represent Gary Oldman's reassuring presence. Oh, he does have a reassuring presence. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Except when he's terrifying. But even but then. Even then like, Everyone. Okay, wait, which brings us back to... Okay, so Gary Oldman's The Force is Your Tool, Lilric. Use it. Yes. So that brings us... <laughs> oh my goodness. It's really hard to face Master Yoda. <laughs> if, you, if you allow me to go first, I can give you all encouraging words. I'm Actually, my roles are probably going to be pretty fine on their own. All right. uh, you might want to help someone encourage someone else to do a better job. I'm still melting. <laughs> uh, so I assume the TIE fighters are kind of lined, coming down at us, lined up. Yeah, corkscrewing down. And so you guys are kind of flattened, just kind of on your side, spinning. So yeah, you can kind of bring your turret around. Okay. Okay, well, I will From take a, the moment to aim my maneuver so that I'll add another boost die, and then I'm going to fire, and I'm going to use force. All right, so I am rolling two purple, a black, a green, two yellow, and a boost die. Great. Okay, so they come around. You swing it up. You're looking at your little computer rec- reticule, your little computer aiming thing. Trying to get the TIE Fighters in there. Screaming down. You can see the stars above you. Trying to keep your gyroscope stabilized. And... I think I do it, you guys! <laughs> yeah. yeah! That is two successes. Two success, two advantage. So, you come around. I hit the one Sam Rockwell was on. Out of the three? So, all three of these guys fly together. And I'm going to choose which one gets blown up. So, it's not the one Sam Rockwell was on. You almost get it. And then one of the other ones, like, jukes in the way of it. Or maybe Sam Rockwell gives it a little force push, and it just goes, and then ah, blows. Tie fire! 
Uh, One of the TIE Fighters explodes, flame washes over Sam Rockwell. To advantage, you said, right? The other TIE Fighters, to avoid the flames, get another setback on their next round of... Gotcha, so they all spile around a little bit, juke around, and throws them slightly off course. Um, so is uh, Derek still trying to get this shunt out of the... Definitely, (laughs) would you know that? Uh, yeah, I would... Are we linked by uh, Comlink? Yes, I bet. Could I speak to Derek? Of course, mm-hmm. you all have comlinks. Yes. Uh, um, hello, um, <clears throat> droid. Are you on this line? No. <laughs> and then Derek is just like, "Okay, obviously there's a, some kind of droid here, so just answer, Gippy. I'm on fire." <laughs> oh, there you are. <laughs> oh, he's, he's answering. Um, he must be on a different channel. Yes. Um. Your current predicament reminds me of a story. I also was involved in mechanical malfunction at one point in my life. And this is, you're stuck in a metal tube, Derek. Yeah. You can barely move, and you've got this voice coming into your ear, and you can't even reach a hand up to turn it on. Yeah. As you know, in all of the, com- the luxury cruiser command ships of the former Navy of Dak, each officer is given their own luxury hot dog from which to command. I remember the first time that I entered in my luxury hot tub, and there was an enchanting jet coming out of the side, and I couldn't help but try, try to enjoy it to its fullest extent. Uh, Needless to say, (laughs) needless to say, I became stuck fast with my considerable girth. Days, days and weeks would go by, and no no one could remove me from the hot tub. I at last found that it was my own tension and my desire to not feel ashamed that kept me from removing myself. And once I let go and fully relaxed, I was able to withdraw from the jet. And I once again was free. Use that in this situation, I believe we will all be free and have our jimmies out of a jam, so to speak. Can I roll? <laughs> oh yeah, you have a roll oh, for that. Yeah, leadership. Let's see how much that inspires. <laughs> One success. <laughs> and two threats. Okay. Alright, that sounds about right. Well, I feel like Derek the whole time would be thinking, this poor droid has an interesting story. <laughs> you know, we all have to <laughs> But he would just assume it's kind of meant for someone else. Yeah, um, that's right. But he's like, oh, I, it's another one of Gippy's weird sex stories. <laughs> Man, he's just like, oh, I'm so glad I'm a normal human boy. <laughs> As he, But he's like, you know, distracts him enough to not think of the magnitude, which is what mm. you know, made it, might be causing to freeze up before. All right. So now he's, he's just like, this is just something that has to happen. He's got to get it done. Uh, any way possible, or they're all dead. So he's gonna try again. You get a boost die. Oh, awesome. To get this shunt out. All right. Shunt it up. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, once again, you the wind is whipping by you. You see the clouds moving. You even have probably seen some of this laser fire There's shoot. No clouds in space? Well, you're not in space yet. You're, you've been falling from how to about 50 miles. So I guess mm-hmm. maybe you start to see clouds come up past you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's dark now as well as you guys are back into the darkness. Night has fallen. You're grabbing the shunt, but it's all, I guess, everything's glowing now, red hot in this engine container that you're in. Great. 
along with Gippy's rousing or arousing speech, <laughs> uh, Derek takes his mind off it. But, listeners, this will be a fun thing for later, as Derek's comics burnt off his hands, and his hands were, like, withstanding this fire, and there's, like, heat all around him. An idea pops in his head that I will get to later. Oh! That will change the course of history. Oh, no! Snap! This is huge! Yep. Alright. So it's, what, three... Uh, I think give you three purple and one black setback. I have uh, one yellow, three green, and a boost die now. You do have a, a long history of winning in the clutch. But this can is, you pull it off this, this time? Is part of... Do it. All right. Roll the bones. Oh. Jeez, another... Wait. A ticking. That is a success. Success! And two threat. There we go. Plus the one threat we had from Gippy anyway. Great. Well, success means so you get a hold of that metal shunt and you just work it one more time just as the last fragments of, of comic book are burning up and fluttering out of the engine shunt. and <laughs> Finally, it just wrenches free and rattles right past you with a <laughs> out into open air and just goes flipping free into outer space. Or outer space, into the open air. I think you're like, well, that's no problem. Drop back inside and then clink and your arm gets stuck somehow thanks for tuning in we'll be back again next week until then may the force be with you